0: Somehow I've been so like you know we usually just try and prepare for like a conversation, right? Uh-huh. So we've been pushing this and planning it and for so long. Mm-hmm. Every time I call you or something
1: or text, I'm like, you must think I'm the most answering <sighs> no in this country.
0: <laughs> I've been seeing the work, at least I Thank could you. really tell you busy. But what do you do? First introduce yourself. Okay. Let me understand.
1: Hello, my name is Zion Kente. Um, I am an actor. I am a radio presenter. I am a host slash MC, And I am a communication strategist as well. Um, I'm a Gemini. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a daughter, a sister, a friend. I'm a church girl. Um, actually, I don't really like that term anymore. I'm a, anyway, yeah, so there's that. did you like? <laughs> it's a Beyonce reference, but yes. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's me.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me here at the conversation. Dub, dub, dub. You do so many things, man, in the creative space. Mm. <clears throat> okay, cool. Let me start from. Is that. What? what Where do you want to start me? from?
1: Maybe the most recent is radio.
0: So I no, I don't want to start with
1: radio. Okay.
0: Is it painful to get the septum piercing?
1: Um, it actually wasn't painful to get it. I think I also have like a high threshold for pain a little bit, except when I'm getting like shots, like <laughs> injections. Okay. Um, yet somehow. So you said shots then, then? I, I, to, I, to I <laughs> have to clarify. Like injections when you're sick, yeah. Your stick, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but because I also have tattoos as well, so by the time I got the septum. I already had so many other piercings so mm-hmm. it didn't hurt that much per se but the healing process I would say as well was a bit uh, a little if you got a little sick after that so it wasn't fun to kind of like blow your nose which is gross <laughs> when it's like a fresh thing but yeah, yeah. it was only for a few days like three four days max and then after that it was good
0: it's like circumcision I think
1: oh my god
0: like, I can't
1: relate <laughs> imagine I
0: can't. Does it symbolize anything to Not you? Not
1: necessarily. Just, I yes. just I like accessori- like accessorizing myself, um, my looks, mm-hmm. my outfits. Um, yeah, it's like you know, any other ear piercings, rings, mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. decide whether to remove it or change the ring or whatever. I just like to accessorize, add a little spice to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: This is what you actually do with the party life as well.
1: Yes, you have to add a little spice. It's all about the
0: spice. You never have too much seasoning. Okay, (laughs) Now let's switch into the big conversation.
1: Okay. Uh, Radio. Mm
0: -hmm. Congratulations, guys. I want to be on to radio. It's some dope stuff. Thank you. However, do you really feel there's still space for radio?
1: Absolutely. Because y'all tuning in, right? So there you have it. It's just about, I think, getting creative. Yeah. It's the same way people say, Do you think there's still space for primetime TV? And, you know, exactly, even with that, all the streaming platforms yeah. that we have. Um, but you'll see, like, even now in America, like, I don't know if you know the show, Abbott Elementary by Christopher Bronson. Yeah. Um, it's a primetime TV show. You can stream it, but it still gets a lot of, you know, views and eyes on TV. Same way here locally with Sanyu or, you know, all those shows on Pro Magic Prime. Um, People are still tuning in. So it's just about, if you keep people tuned in, then the space
0: will be there. You you see, while we were growing up, yeah, Mm. radio, TV, we used to go to these channels for some sort of truth.
1: Right.
0: But right now it looks like we create our own truth and we decide which truth we can believe in.
1: Um, First of all, that's ridiculous. Because if you say truth, there can only be one truth. Anything other than that is a false truth, right? So,
0: well, that's what we thought until we find out that there's so invent- much scripting in, in in
1: radio. Of course, there is a lot of scripting, but um, it's not scripting like how you script for TV or yeah. for, for movies. There's planning, the same way I'm sure you've planned out, you know, what you're gonna ask me today and what we're gonna talk about in the big conversations. Um, You've planned in your head, you know I do radio You've prepared, yeah. right? You've done your your side of the job, which is the research So we have to come prepared We have to come knowing what we're going to talk about But it's not scripted in the sense of like We are reading a script like we're reading Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're just having conversations And you're speaking your truth the person person's speaking their truth And ultimately there is always going to be one truth
0: What sort of value do you think would you explain you give with radio? Like, from your perspective? Right now? Yeah.
1: Like, in this day and age? Yeah. Um, I think there's so much value in it, first of all, because radio is shifting. It's not just audio. Um, what we're doing right now is also visual, right? So um, there's a visual aspect to it. There's a connecting social media Um, So it's basically all around entertainment. Hmm. We do the, you know, the video live streaming. We do a lot of content creation, which is outside of even just, you know, what is on air. Um, We have an app so you can tune in from your phone or whatever. You don't have to just be on radio or in your car or whatever. Um, So I think there's a lot of value because at the end of the day for me, it's about connecting And Mm -hmm. I will always see value in connecting with the people within our community and the people that, you know, we are here to entertain and and serve. There's always value in that.
0: How exactly do you connect with people through radio?
1: We connect with people through music. Uh, We connect with people through entertainment, you know, making them laugh. I'm saying
0: the the connection between you and me, the person that listens. Yeah.
1: So okay, let me ask you this: when you're tuning in, because you you mentioned that you know you listen yeah. to the show and you like the show all the time, how do you feel we're reaching to you? Because you keep tuning in. So what's that? Whatever's bringing you back to listen, that's what the connection. is. You
0: bring is. me back to the show. I so mean, then I'm that seeing. means
1: we're connecting and we're having a good time and we're vibing. and that's mm-hmm. all that it's about. When even when you're watching TV, right, you're connecting to the characters. There's something that brings you to that character. Either you can relate to them, or maybe you don't even like them, but somehow. You're intrigued, you know, with what are they going to do next? You know, what are they going to talk about next? Actually, if I'm connecting with so-and-so on air, I want to know what perspective they have on this topic. That's how i would to connect to them. And if you know, we have also the, you know, the dial-in number, the WhatsApp number. We have, like, our groups are on there. We chat with them all the time. Mm-hmm. We even know them by name now. Actually, I have a crazy story one time. Um, people in our group chat after a great, great show. Um, They all organized themselves Had nothing to do with us We finished the show, we went home These people are all strangers or some of them know each other I don't know They literally organized themselves And they all went out that night Like a group of them went out that night To have a blast Because they were like "Ah, We still want the music Like you guys got us into a bag You know what I mean That is connection Can you sell that 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 type
0: of of marketing To like a bar Tell them we have a fan base We can just give you From the radio show The hype we've created Mm.
1: I mean, of yeah. course, that's when you, you, you know, when you sponsor events, when you do all these other kind of like um, parties or, you know, things, uh, activities or activations when you do them outside. You, you, you sponsor an event, for instance, um, and that's when you bring the people who are tuned in, right? Because they want to come see what it's about and be part of the family.
0: This seems to be the same thing you do with the hosting as well, the yeah. connecting people to mm-hmm. the event.
1: I think for me, at the end of the day, it's all about bringing the people you serve together and having a
0: good time. How best do you understand people now that you've worked in them, in this,
1: this um, angle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: what what cra- do you make of people? What's-
1: you know, the craziest thing is, I was thinking about it the other day, and like, I feel like there's this trend to want to be like, I hate people. Like, I'm so antisocial. And I mean, like, if that's you, that's fine, you know. But I love people. I think there's some pretty shitty and fucked up people in the world. Yeah. But I think there's some pretty great people. And I might be one of them. And so <laughs> my friends, you know, like the people I surround myself with, mm-hmm. I think you just have to choose your community. And you have a choice. You can choose your community. You can choose the people you surround yourself with. And so for me, part of hosting is also bringing the people that want to vibe with me. And I get a chance to vibe with them as well.
0: So when I'm listening to your show, right? The music curated. Mm. Is it designed like the Twitter algorithm, where it will probably use data to see what type of things I fuck with, mm. or do you do I have to just bask into your life and your the things you f- you find interesting uh, is what I get?
1: No, that's not true at all because um, I think that. Music is a very powerful tool. Yeah. It's a very powerful way to connect with people, and so it can't all it can't be about just my taste and what I want to listen to. It has to be about creating a vibe that we can all be in tune with and in sync together. So I have to place a little bit what I like, a little bit what they like, a little bit of that's what we have. You know, song requests. We you mm. know make everybody happy. Give the people what they want. Excuse me, one second. <coughs> Sorry. Having a cough and being a regular presenter is not the best combination.
0: Clearly. <laughs> Do you have a cough? Thank you. That then makes your voice husk Oh, is your voice
1: um... just as
0: sexy as that? <laughs> oh,
1: <okay. laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, I, my cough actually just started like a couple days ago, but I think it's, it yeah. might just be like fatigue, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And um, I kind of, like, suffer with mild asthma as well. So when the air is, like, too dry, I feel, like, you know, dry chest and stuff like that. So to, That's why I hydrate a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I walk around with with my... <laughs> how many liters bandway. is that? Uh, this is 2.5 liters, and on average, I drink, like, two a day.
0: So there's some that stays in the thing by the end of the day?
1: No, like, by the time I go to work, like, this will be done. I'll refill it.
0: Wait, you say you drink two a day so you drink five? Yeah. Because
1: then even when I'm done with one, like if I'm done by the time I go back home, wash it, fill it up, I'll drink it through the night, you know, like
0: and Do you I'll work out sleep. as well?
1: hmm What do you do? Uh, my favorite workouts are I used to like boxing, but yikes. Yeah, <laughs> no. But my favorite is like yoga and, and hit. Like a nice good hit workout. And
0: then a nice yoga session after that, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. I like swimming as well. Okay. Yeah. It's basking into I, I I'm a big fan of swimming. I swim a mm-hmm. lot. Do not take. it. this year is the only I've been a bit reluctant.
1: Yeah. Like today would be a good day to go swimming. It's so hot. It's a very normal thing. What do you talk
0: about? I don't know why it's Video so therapist. stigmatized. Um. That's confidential. Like <laughs> <laughs> so no. Fun. Why would I be going to a therapist once a week?
1: It's not okay. There's a time where it's like I go once a week.
0: There's a time where I can go maybe a whole
1: month and I don't see her. And then if I want to go, like back, what's the value? Um, the value is yeah, just therapy
0: having... because I have, I've struggled with it. I don't believe in it. Yeah. Only times I tried to do therapy, I think, was with my ex girlfriend. Like, we're trying to work things out. So you we see, go. and that's
1: the problem. People are so ready to try and seek a therapist for their relationships or for their sex lives. But they don't want to seek therapists and and get help for their mental health and their emotional well-being. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Do you get go to the together. therapist for
0: your <laughs> emotional well-being? Yes,
1: mental health and emotional health. You know, if, if anybody suffers from mental health, I'm a big advocate. You know, a lot of people suffer from all sorts of anxieties and, you know, depression. You said depression. All sorts of um, behavioral stuff. And seeking a therapist, I think, just helps you learn how to navigate the world with, unfortunately, the cars that you've been dealt with. Do you know what I mean? Um, We can't go, like, life is already hard as it is. You can't do it by yourself. You can do it with your family, with your friends, with God. But at the end of the day, you're going to need to learn tangible skills of how you can cope with whatever you're dealing with and move through life and wake up the next day and get shit done. And do epic mm. shit. So, if you think you're gonna be able to do it by yourself, man, I wish you good luck.
0: <laughs> I now see from that perspective, but I'm, I'm just imagining myself at the therapist saying, like, oh, I think about this girl. She doesn't like me. What should I you, do? You
1: talk to your friends about that stuff, right? But what do your friends say? You? Bro, just dumb bro. bro. She ain't shit, bro. That's and it. just, you know, just <laughs> hit it and quit it, bro. Like, what is that actually gonna do for you? Or you talk to your friends and I'm sure they can be there to support you. But again, for me, therapy is not just like talking to someone or having a soundboard or whatever. For me, therapy is um, getting someone who is a professional to teach you, again, tangible skills Mm -hmm. of how you can maneuver through life with the struggles that you have and cope and get through them or heal or, you know.
0: Isn't this something we're supposed to like adjust to? From away from like childhood.
1: Absolutely, I would recommend therapy from very early on because by the time you're an adult and you're seeking therapy, you're dealing a lot of time, a lot of people are dealing with childhood traumas. If they were addressed earlier, you might not have to be doing that still. Do you know what I mean? So the earlier you start, the better. It's the same way as working out, eating healthy. Like you, the earlier you start, the more it becomes part of your life. It's a routine you just. It just becomes part of who you are and how you go through life.
0: Let's talk about music.
1: Let's talk about music. One second, excuse me. Oish.
0: <coughs> can be you.
1: What's your favorite genre?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I listen to it, to a lot of hip hop, so I think that's it. Okay. Hip hop's good. Do you. Do you listen to music for the message in it, or everything—the melodies, the beat, the chords?
1: Everything, everything. I think it's like a plate of food. <laughs> you eat it because it tastes good. You eat it because your body needs it. You eat it because it smells good. You eat it because maybe someone cooked, someone you love cooked it for you, or you put in your extra work to cook it. You eat it because you're hungry. Sometimes you just eat because you're hungry. <laughs> you know. I think music for me is. Is my lifeline. So I listen to it for everything, the message, the beat.
0: How do you understand it?
1: I understand it in different ways. You can listen to a song once,
0: yeah.
1: and you, you maybe actually focus on one thing, right? Or you, you're connecting more with the message. Another time you listen to it, and something completely different pops up to you, and you're like, oh, wow. And then you listen to it for that, in that moment. You understand it completely different. Maybe, maybe the, the tune or the beat will somehow open your mind to something else. And you understand it completely differently and feel it completely differently in another part of your body, right? You can listen to it another time and you hear the bass, then you start dancing to the bass another time you're dancing to the lyrics, right? You know, you understand it differently and I think that's the most powerful thing about music. Does that inform what you play for us?
0: (laughs) Does that inform what you play for us?
1: Um it definitely does because again, it's connecting, right? At the end of the day it's about connecting and I think music connects us to people
0: what is how do you define the type of people that listen to your show?
1: Um, they're definitely like the younger generations, the younger crowds, um, that again like to party and have a good time and listen to more like upbeat music. Um, kind of have like a little bit more out there conversations. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I think that's the main the larger the larger audience, but we have of course
0: all sorts of did you feel like it's also mm-hmm. the worst thing? <laughs> the worst thing for what? Yeah, I, I want to see how I can bring this, this for you to understand. Like, look at like the stars, music stars mostly, yeah, because mm-hmm. we listen to them a lot. We listen to most of that content. It feels like it's curated. When you look at Apple's top one hundred. Mm-hmm. And look at most of the message in there. Let's say I'm a big keeper of fun, right? right? So I'll uh, still listen to Vingos, uh mm-hmm. who else, Young Thug, whoever has come up.
1: Right.
0: And everyone, including Jay-Z, right? hmm But the message yeah, well. in there <laughs> the message in there is always terrible. Like I feel I am forced to connect to this world I am not supposed to be a part of.
1: But mean, then like they
0: make like it so normal. <clears throat>
1: Like the hip-hop culture?
0: Yeah, the hip-hop culture. I don't know how good you listen to it. Because most yeah. of the hip-hop culture is either cursing. Right. And that is how I picked up on cursing. And it's not... I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I think I'd... Maybe not... Have picked up on something like that. Right. Yeah? Because this is not how I grew up in my father's house. Yeah. Yeah? But it's because of the music and the movies I watch and all the content I consume. Mm-hmm. That this is now I, how I operate. Right. So feels like um, because the message in there also has to sell things because they'll they'll cast they'll talk about right. drugs, then they'll talk about women, they'll talk about alcohol. Yeah, things make a lot of money. Right. Or a lot of businessmen. Absolutely. And this is what we consume. Yeah. So when you say your fan base, it's, it's young and wild. Young adults, and Yeah. So- Young adults who want to party all the time.
1: <laughs> Young adults who can do it legally and responsibly, I hope.
0: Yeah, because they are subjected to that.
1: Like, not at not is... all. Let me ask you this. I grew up watching all sorts of Hollywood stuff, right? Like, that that's what drove me to be an actor since I was a child. Um, I grew up watching a lot of white people shit and a yeah. lot of black people shit. And I grew up seeing people saying, Shut up, mom! Fuck you, mom. Never in my life would I ever. So, so we can talk about influence, but we can also use commas. Never in my life would I ever sit there and be like, shut up, ma wanji.
0: But I feel like if my son saw that right now, they would mm-hmm. use it on me.
1: Yeah, but I'd that's like, why uh, we have parental <coughs> control. Like that's your responsibility as a parent, not me, <laughs> as an entertainer. You cannot I am not here to I'm not here to be a romance. This is not about yeah, yeah it's, it's not saying? about what That's, you're playing. Listen, it's, we are talking about in that industry. Yeah. We live in a world and thank God for technology where you can censor things. Everything on our show is censored. You can censor things, you can put parental guidelines on TV, even on social media these days, people put trigger warnings for the content that they're posting. Right. Um for, let's say, brand influencers, you know very well if it's alcohol, there's certain hours you can't post, are certain limitations and rules and regulations that you have to follow. We're doing our part to make sure that things are, you know, T's across crossed and I's are dotted. If you're a parent, do your part as a parent. And by the time your child is growing up to be an adult, let's hope you did your part as a parent so that they can now be an adult and be responsible, right? Yeah. And still have a good time.
0: But do you still believe most of the message in the music is? is I think it's
1: entertainment. A lot of the rappers that you're listening to don't know nothing about the hood. They don't know nothing. They have never held a Glock Th- in their hand. That's my whole
0: point. Like they're <laughs> selling some agenda, right? They're selling an image.
1: Game. You don't watch the Avengers and think the Avengers are real. Like you watch it for the entertainment. You have a good time. You eat your popcorn. You go home.
0: What do you think about sex scenes? And- in, I in think movies, sex scenes are
1: definitely exploited, but I think that sometimes in a story they are necessary in telling a story. But I think that it's become that we're just adding sex scenes for the sake, you know, for the sake of it, for the sex of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as a person in the film industry, I will say, um, unless it's like a specific genre that's like you know within that, and that's a genre of, on its own, mm. I feel that's okay. But I also feel that there's a way that sex can be exploited, especially actors being exploited for sex scenes. Um, but sometimes if, in a story, it's needed. I think it's up to you, again, as an actor, to just like, discern if you want to take that
0: role. A sex scenes real, though, in Hollywood?
1: Are you you Of course not. Okay. It's all acting. It's called acting for a reason.
0: <laughs> so then when you say actors are being exploited...
1: Mm. They can then they be. just they can be. Okay. I mean people get exploited in every industry, people get exploited in the bank. <laughs> you Not know. True. True. So it's just a matter of like protecting yourself, you know, having your own agency, mm. having your own boundaries and knowing where your limitations are. And again, you're an adult, like set the rules for yourself, set the standard for yourself.
0: So with the acting, how, how involved are you? And also who are you making movies for?
1: Uh, so, what do you mean? How involved I am?
0: I mean? Like, do you understand? Uh, are you involved into like the editing? Do you do you focus into all that the technical bit of things?
1: I like to just because I personally have an interest in it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like have a hand in it in at this point in yeah. my career, um, or or much of the same reason, really, except when it's like a, a more a... intimate project. So, for instance, like Sammy is a big project in so my character. There's so much going on, whereas. Um, in Doubt and For Maya, the, the feature film that I was in with Matthew Kavuma, mm-hmm. I had a lot more say in it. I actually have the creative consulting credit on there as well because it was um, it was a film, so it's a short term project. Yeah. Um, it's a film that is surrounded based off of my character, which is the lead. Um, so for me personally, I like to have a little bit of say or input, and we worked really well together as a team, um, share ideas, and you know, so I, I really like that kind of setting.
0: When you're acting, who are you? Are you acting for like the Ugandan person?
1: No, is, I mean, is that a I'm not the character Yeah. When I'm acting. I'm not thinking about who I'm acting for. I'm taking in the character and being that character. And whoever accepts it or, you know, takes it or watches it or likes it, you know, mm-hmm. that's up to them. I'm not acting for someone. I'm acting the character. I'm telling a story. So whoever listens
0: listens to you. Now, with your life, do you do you just act out your life? What do you mean? Like, are you acting on the podcast? Like, No, this
1: is just No, this is I, baby. What you see is what you get. This is all real. Yeah, this is, this is just who I am. I, and I'm acting a character like I have a script, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I have a script. I have a background. Uh-huh. I have a future uh-huh. of where the character is going. I have a storyline to stick to.
0: Do you, with the scripts though, is it, are you directly into, do you just immerse yourself into whatever the vision of the director is? Or you pick out the scripts that also align with your natural being?
1: I mean, so you get a script. It depends, again, with uh, the kind of team or director that you're working with. Yeah. Um, I always say an actor is only as good as their director is. Because at the end of the day, being a good actor means you can take direction because you don't see yourself. The director is the one seeing you, telling you, this is what I need to get out of you as an actor, right? You're just a vessel. Again, you're here to serve <laughs> and entertain. So um, the good thing is also with the writer. So for this particular project, Dying for Maya, you get to work mm-hmm. really close. I got to work really close with the writer because she was a co-writer, Matilda Kavuma, who they're brother and sister. So I always call them you know, the dangerous duo. And so they co-directed as well. Um, and so when you're reading the scripts together, when you're doing the table read, once you've embodied the character, you can say, you know, I feel like Maya would not say it like that. Cause now I'm Maya. I can, I can say that. Mm. I don't think she would say it like this. And so maybe you reword it a little bit to a way that feels a little bit more natural to Maya. Um, mm. but as long as the message is still the same and, you know, the point of the dialogue is getting across, there's usually room to,
0: to, remember. Ah, now that we were speaking about acting, the industry. Some time back there was that Me Too campaign. Mm. Do you feel? Okay, you you already said Iran is exploited.
1: From In every act. industry, yes. yeah. the Me and you'll see the Me Too campaign was not just about
0: Hollywood exactly.
1: or the entertainment industry. They're just the ones who kind of like you know pushed it out there because they have the platforms. And the eyes on them, right? But the Me movement was much bigger than that.
0: What do you think about it?
1: What do you mean th- what I think about it? I think it's a well, movement yeah. that yeah. should continue because until people stop, <laughs> you know, harassing and being predators, they shall continue.
0: Do you believe in good or bad?
1: I believe in a balance of life.
0: Nothing <laughs> like a vacuum.
1: I don't know. I believe there's good and bad. Like, it it exists all together. Same way, we can get hot, we can get cold,
0: you know. Do you believe people change?
1: I believe people can develop their character.
0: (laughs) Bad or good?
1: It doesn't matter. However side you choose to develop it, you're going to go in that direction. And I think it's constant. Like, it's not, you know... Just because I want to be a good person doesn't mean I'm always going to be a good person. Like, I might fuck up every once in a while. But at the end of the day, it's about you being intentional with the kind of person that you want to be.
0: Hmm. Do you have, like, a definition of your sense of purpose for living now with you doing all these things, acting?
1: You know, I used to think so much about purpose. Like, yeah. what's my purpose? in like, now I just feel like I'm... Honestly, don't give a fuck. Like I'm here regardless, whether I have a purpose or not. Like truly, I know. Let's do what I gotta do. Maybe our purpose is just to exist. Like I think my purpose now is just to exist. Like just release yourself from the shackles of what what I need to do, what I need to accomplish. Like what's my bigger purpose in life? Like I need to change the world. You ain't gonna change the world, baby. You ain't gonna. You can only change yourself and maybe those around you. Cause the world's been the same. Wars have been happening from the beginning of time. People have been dying from, like you ain't gonna change Do you really
0: live with that mantra?
1: I surely do. Let me tell you, let me tell you one, it's a, it's a fact. I give zero fucks. For real. I really do. I think now my purpose in life is just to exist. Exist, love, and be loved. And that's it. What if our purpose is just to exist and love each other and have a great time until the day we die. And then hopefully we meet in heaven or some other great place and we do it again. Oh, we'll find ourselves here in another lifetime, and we do it again. Like who knows? Like just love people, and you will get the love back. Hopefully, you know. Again, it's the world ain't shit sometimes, so it's not promise, it's not guaranteed, But you know, for me, that's my purpose.
0: If you died and you had to reincarnate into something, what would that be?
1: Cha, I would rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather just let this be the last time. Like it's enough. If I come back, man. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be a tree. Like they'd be so peaceful. They not gotta do that.
0: They cut them off. That That's up. okay. It's crazy. I,
1: you know, you cut me off. I set I set a fire for you. You know, you eat your food. Maybe you get warm. And that was my purpose as a tree. Why bury you some fruit? You know, eat some good fruit. Some nutrients. Some bad.
0: But what do you live for?
1: Um, like what?
0: Yeah. What do you look for in like your day? Besides, of course, the normal shit work. That's to pay your bills.
1: Mm. Like what do I look forward to in life?
0: Yeah. Honestly, Nothing sometimes bad, you though. wake
1: up and you're like, damn, again? Like, fuck, we gotta do this again. I don't think there's I just look forward to like living, like I said. Mm. Like just wake up. If I if I if I wake up and I'm lucky enough and blessed enough to see another day, then we just do the same thing, you know? You Grand, you love, you have a great time, you create, you explore, you have adventures, you eat good food. You write, you do you write? Do you create?
0: Do you write your content? Some of your content? Um,
1: I do, though I always say which I don't know if I should keep saying it, but I've never shared writing with anyone. Like I'll share anything else, I don't know, but I've never shared any of my writing with anyone. why. I just don't know if I'm there yet. Or, and I don't know if I'll ever get there again. I don't write for it to be consumed. Like I write just to write. And should it ever be consumed? Should I ever be ready for it to be consumed? You know, time will tell.
0: That means there's so much truth in that. <laughs> Give me a minute. Meaning? Give me one minute. <laughs> there is so much truth in what we <laughs>
1: Actually I would be sand. I know that's like an inanimate object, is it? Does it have to be living?
0: No, like what would you be sand?
1: I think I'd be sand because I like the beach. And if I get to spend the rest of my existence as a speck of sand on the beach, like I think that's great. I can end up in the ocean and end up on a whole other beach in another part of the world. Just live life.
0: <laughs> Are you Ugandan? I am. Born here, mm-hmm. both parents.
1: Mm-hmm. I was not raised here, though. I didn't grow up here.
0: Um, oh, when did you come back to Uganda?
1: I came, well, yeah. Came yeah, tell me about
0: here. you. To tell me about that.
1: Um, okay, so I early childhood grew up in Tanzania. Um, my parents were working there at the time, so I grew up in Tanzania until it's about like ten, eleven. Then I moved to the states. Mm-hmm. I moved to Pennsylvania. I went there for school. Uh, high school, college, my master's, and then after that, I traveled around a little bit. I wanted to just travel, you know, and then I was, I didn't think I was going to come to Uganda and stay. Like, I was just going to come because I had never, like, really been here in the sense of, like, being, being here. When
0: did you start being, being here?
1: I came six years ago. Just, what was it? What year? Are we 23? Holy shit. Yeah, six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. I came in um
0: 2017. How was the transition like? Bro.
1: <laughs> it was interesting. So when I came when I first came to Kampala, first of all, it was like in the middle of the night. It was so crazy. Um I was on some weird white girl shit, like backpack, small carry-on suitcase, like just I didn't know a single person. I didn't know nobody. I didn't know nothing. And then I was how did you come
0: brother. like that? I mean, oh you're
1: like, you know, you just, you're young. You want to see what life's... Like, I wasn't planning on staying. Like, I just wanted to come and, you know, visit and spend some time and, you know, see what, where we're next after, you know. Um, and then I just, yeah, just, I, don't know, I just kind of got hooked. <laughs> and I think we are great, so... You yeah. Just, you feel like you're being around... So how
0: did you, you choose? People. Like, now I have to stay.
1: Um... I didn't choose now I have to stay, because now if I have to leave, I absolutely will. <laughs> like, I have no qualms about picking up and starting like any new place, you know, wherever God leads me, I will go. So it's not now I have to stay, it's now I am here, this and is what's happening, um, this is where I guess God has placed me to be until further notice.
0: I, I, I really, really had it in my mind that you were not in Uganda, and I don't know why, <laughs> Yeah, but you seem like the type. But six years is great, so mm-hmm. To catch up.
1: That's not bad. It's not bad. I'm learning a little bit of Uganda here. Just kidding. It's terrible. My French was
0: What other languages do you speak?
1: Um, I speak Swahili. I speak Kinyarwanda. I speak. Uh, I understand French. I don't want to say I speak French because when people start speaking French to me, and it's like my French is horrible and embarrassing, but I can maneuver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. What mm. else would you talk about on a podcast?
1: Um actually I wanted to ask you what when when you think of big conversations, like why did you name it that, big conversations? By like people. what did you have in mind? What kind so because of most were you open to?
0: what you see on TV it's it's exactly what uh, the guy I'm training to produce this show mm. just sent me. So he sent me a text. Of, Please ask her what her favorite food is. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> mind, like, yeah, really? like, Yeah, like food is something else. I could probably talk about it in the mm-hmm. restaurant. business. But that's exactly what we're avoiding. Okay. So we're watching a lot of TV and the interviews. People go like, hey, we heard that you're dating this person. Mm. So they'll ask you about Ethan. Um, <laughs> probably ask you about uncomfortable stuff. Mm so and that is most of the content you see from Uganda on youtube like it's mm. it's, it's fine it's it's dope content yeah but it's not deep mm-hmm. yeah so and that's fit, that feeds into why um okay. starting this conversation is a bit hard because what i had prepared is what exactly we said we shouldn't talk about That was mm-hmm. going to drive most of it so it was supposed to be deep big conversations okay. stuff uh, like you see there's so much white content where guys just start and then talk about maybe like China mm-hmm. and how that's affecting our economy here, right. something like that but then from an ordinary person's perspective where you don't have to be an expert to speak on things, yeah? mm-hmm. you just have to tell me what really affects you, what's really around you right. uh, the stories that interest you the most mm-hmm. yeah? like we could talk about aliens we could talk about Elon Musk and mm-hmm. how he's doing Twitter. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah, I feel like we're going to go into that world <laughs> yeah. Like, we are so close to it now that AI is taking over and mm. everything is just so fast.
1: You think there's a connection with aliens and AI, nigga?
0: What? Yeah. Are like, you serious?
1: Yes. Dead ass. <laughs> yes. Ah! <laughs> Wait, I have to about this. What do you mean?
0: I feel like because um, machines then become aliens, right?
1: Oh, so you're not saying like aliens, like out of space aliens. You're saying we're going to create the aliens yeah. here. That's a very interesting question.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're going to create aliens. And we're like,
1: definitely going to Elon create Elon is like a living
0: example of, of, of an alien. Like It's not, very unreal. Mm. So, yeah, that was like the basis of the conversations. Okay. I like that
1: question. I mean, it would be alien to us, right? Would be, Do, you um, to us? Huh?
0: Do you believe in aliens? Do you believe in aliens?
1: I mean, like outer space aliens, I feel like, the universe is just so big, like we can't really just think we're the only ones here existing. Like that's so, I feel like that's so narcissistic and self-centered in a way, mm. but also who knows, right? Whatever, not aliens and how we think of them in the sense of like, like some weird cone head or what, like, I don't know, but there is, there's stuff out there. <laughs> there's probably stuff deep down in the sea, right? Like we've never actually reached, reach reached the bottom of the ocean.
0: There's no one that has reached the bottom of the ocean. How? How people have gone to Mars, man.
1: So. Like exactly, but going down like the, the 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 weight of the water, like you know, it's it's a lot, and it's so dark. I mean, they're 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 discovering new creatures from under the ocean, like almost every day. So we have, for me, those. Which new creatures are they discovered? I don't know their names, yeah. child. They have long ass names, longer than you can spell xylophone. <laughs> 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 yes. No, they have they have weird like scientific names. I don't know, but they all look like aliens. Okay. Their names are like longer than supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. All right.
0: right. Yeah. I couldn't probably say no. that. I, <laughs> I probably failed to read it. Do you believe in like freedom?
1: I do believe in freedom. Do Everything you believe in
0: something we can kind of achieve?
1: I think there's different levels of freedom, but I think the ultimate freedom is within. I know that sounds like some pseudo-fake like, shit yeah. but like, that truly is what I believe in like, only you can free yourself and what did Bob Marley say? none but ourselves can free our mind like, that's freedom in the sense of like freedom of the country freedom of the nation, the people freedom of expression and all those things but you can achieve all those things and you still won't free, feel free if you are not free within yourself Like just free to be yourself and be comfortable with who you are
0: do you believe because of freedom, it's why we have such a big outrage on social media about stuff? Do you, do do you, you actually believe in speech? that? Do I believe yeah. in
1: of speech?
0: No, do you believe there's so much social media outrage on just on stuff?
1: Yeah, I feel like people are fucking pissed off. Like, the world ain't shit sometimes. <laughs> a lot of times. and Right now in particular. Yeah. So, yes, we have outrage. Like, you know, especially because now... The younger generations, like, and it's always the younger generations, bro. We keep saying like Gen Zs and stuff, but every time you look throughout different time periods, it's always the younger people standing up and, and fighting. And, you know, and it's just, I feel like as time goes, we're always going to be fighting for some, you know? Yeah. And freedom is always going to be one of them. Um, but, yeah, I think people are rightfully outraged. And I think they should have the freedom to express that outrage. At least, of course, you know, in a safe way for everybody.
0: So you also believe in freedom of speech, which okay. is very unreal. Because then that means... They'll I believe not in freedom be. of speech, yes. Yeah. I do not
1: believe that your freedom of speech should not have consequences. <laughs> say what you want to say, but you know, watch your mouth. <laughs> like, say what you want to say, but you should also know that words are powerful. The Words mean things. So freedom of speech is not just the go quack, 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 talk rubbish. No. Say, like, say things that are have sense.
0: How do you tell what's rubbish and what's
1: not? People just like to talk shit, man. And and honestly, if we're talking about freedom of speech, they should have the right to talk shit. Like yeah, exactly. talk all the shit you want, that's fine. Talk your shit. But again, there are consequences to every action you take or make and talking and speaking and opening your mouth and writing words. There there are consequences to that as well. I
0: kind of feel people um just more offended these days. Like it's easier to get offended.
1: I think because we have outlined things that are actually offensive and called them out for being offensive. Not that you say... Not that people will tell you, like, can, you know, no offense, but yeah. no, already you're being offensive, so why should I take your offense? <laughs> why should I accept, like, no? Yeah. So if you're going to say something offensive, you have all the right and the freedom to say it. But know that there are consequences to your offensive language or offensive stuff that you're saying. You know, feelings are real. You can hurt somebody's feelings. You can hurt somebody's career. You can you can, you know, jeopardize yourself, right? So think before you speak, but freedom of speech all the way.
0: How do you then present a radio show with limitation on what to say and what, hmm. what to say?
1: Of course, radio is different. Like on a podcast, yeah. you know, you can say whatever. Uh, because podcasts don't have the wide range reach that radio has, right? Like, That's if not I, true right now. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah. sorry, sorry. Let me, Let me... Explain why I say that. If I am listening to your podcast,
0: yeah.
1: either I had to like search for it or someone has to recommend it, someone has to share a link. Like I have to go out of my way, right? To go into the podcast, I've and look for your podcast that. Radio is a frequency that exists, that is on at all times. Everyone is listening, mm-hmm. kids are listening. It's the same as TV. So we have to be careful. Again, what we do is very important. How we impact generations is very important. The same way you're seeing with your kids, right? I have to take my part to be responsible. And if I know that a kid can turn on a radio at any time, I should not be cursing on there. Because as a parent, maybe, you know, you're doing something else and at that moment you can't censor that. So we censor our language. We do. So it's very different from a podcast where it's like you went intentionally to look for it and, you know, if it's on your phone, hopefully if your kids have phones, then you should put your parental guidelines on there. That's the responsibility of a parent. But something that is as easily accessible as radio or TV on a frequency that can just be turned on, mm. that's a different medium of, 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 of media. you understand what I'm saying? Hope that makes
0: sense. How do you have all this energy? Do you do drugs?
1: I do not do drugs. I drink. <laughs>
0: but I'm not drinking thing. now. Like yeah.
1: To answer your question, but I don't do drugs. But You are so full of
0: life and energy to be honest that's
1: just who i am like that like i've been like this my whole life it's just who i've always been um sometimes i'm a little too much for some people i've learned that that's okay yeah um you know what you see is what you get and there's no dilution how you
0: survive drugs in in the type of world you work in like Mm, like, again
1: it's just like up to you the choices you make right like
0: Sometimes it's really away from the choices we have to make. You know,
1: when you learn peer pressure, right, like you can, sometimes you can fall through the cracks of peer pressure. Um, but again, at the end of the day, um, I will say this. At the end of the day...
0: When you, you say peer pressure, you're leaning towards the side of the spectrum that really believes drugs are bad. Like you're saying you're being you're doing something because everyone is doing it. Sorry, it doesn't sorry. really mean it's a bad thing, right?
1: I mean, here's the thing.
0: And this is a conversation. A little bit of,
1: people. too much of everything is not good, Yeah. right? I'm not going to sit here and condemn people who do drugs recreationally for whatever reasons they want, right? And then, and, and then... Also how did you do
0: them recreationally?
1: For fun, the same way you drink recreationally. Like, how
0: did you, like, how did... How did you like? I
1: don't do drugs, so I didn't do the recreation. How did, yeah,
0: like how you're like, okay, me? Let me not even try. Supposing yeah. that's like the password. It's the same to way, it.
1: like, um, even with drinking alcohol, right? Mm. Like, I'm not just gonna go 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 go. That's a choice that you make, and and people have to take addiction seriously, like for real. So they are dangerous, but it comes in all forms. Like I was saying, I'm not gonna sit here and shit talk. Some people who do whatever choices they want to make in life. And they're not saying anything to the other person who has maybe um, never walked five steps a day in their life. <laughs> and they're just sitting there, you know, eating all sorts of crap food, right? When they have and access sugar. to yeah. good food, right? Um, nah, bro. <laughs> Either or, you're failing. So, like I said, a little bit too much. Too much of everything is not good for you. Make good choices in your life and know that at the end of the day, it's it's you against you right like whatever choices you make will have consequences
0: yeah but you believe uh now this brings takes us back takes us back into the music music is like a big influence on drug use mm-hmm.
1: i think it can be but i don't it's the same way people say like video games are like you know you know influencing violence in in kids or young teens or whatever. like I just don't believe in that. Like, mm. I I feel... Again, if you're playing a violent video game, there's ratings, right? There are age ratings for a reason, right? If you are under age, do not drink. If you're under the leak, there's a reason that is there because those things are meant to be there to protect you. But at the end of the day, again, just make smart choices <laughs> and I Like, it is up to you to make those smart choices. Because the choices that you make, the consequences that you suffer, you will suffer them. No one is going to suffer those consequences for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, just take ownership for your life, man. Like, take ownership of your own life. It's your life. You only get one.
0: How have you developed your mind to believe the things you believe right now? Mm, I think I've
1: always been stubborn um so I just don't like to I've always been even as a kid I've always been like why what about this other side did you ask this other person like I've always been very inquisitive um I read a lot (laughs) I watch a lot of stuff all kinds of things like not even like on some deep shit like I love reality tv do you know what I mean like I just And then I also used to be the kid that would sit in a closet when there's a party going on reading an encyclopedia. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I was a big nerd. So, you know, at the same time, I'm sitting there like, I'll be turning my ass on stage the whole night. Like, you know, so, life is about balance. I think I like to explore things. I like to learn things. And the more you learn, you never stop learning. I think for me, it's like, just learn. Just take it all in and learn. And experience. Because that's what life is about, right? Learning and experiencing things and people and
0: what do you read the most? Share with me.
1: Um, you know, right now I'm, I'm I'm kind of getting away from that. I've been doing a lot of, like, the, um, the biographies and, like, all these things. I want to go back to reading, like, fiction, you know, like fantasy yeah. books. And, like, I want to go back to, to reading all that
0: stuff. What's your craziest fantasy?
1: My craziest fantasy yes. is to actually go to space. Which I know would probably never happen, but like happen. to imagine that it would. Like you know that whole thing where they're like they're gonna have this, you know, space rocket ship that's gonna take the richest people in the world to Mars or wherever.
0: You, I would like to, but sexist. then at the same time it's I'm gonna, like,
1: take them there and and leave them there. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, yes, yeah, I make a lot of money so you can get I would just like to see the earth from outside of it. Like, I think that would be, like, the most godly thing. Like, I, I feel like I would feel so close to God. Like, this
0: is how, you know, he sees us and
1: he made us. Like, so you a beautiful thing.
0: Your mind space is all over like this and you still believe in God? Yes. <laughs> how? What, Don't you? Do you? Do
1: you not believe in that?
0: I'm not sure. Yet. Mm-hmm. Still finding my faith. What's your definition of God though?
1: Um, love. God is love. Like simple as that. I don't care what no I don't care about anything else. By the way. When I say God, I'm not talking about religion, I'm not talking about I'm talking about God, the creator, the ultimate being who put us on this earth and made everything that we know of and don't know of. That's God.
0: Do you believe in the Bible? All of that
1: out of love. Do
0: you believe in the Bible?
1: I believe in the story the Bible tells, and I believe in Jesus, the Son of God. Um, I don't believe in the Bible as um, a rule book of how life goes or should go. I think it's a storybook, and it guides us, and it tells a lot of truth. But it's not its not a guidebook as how people make it to be.
0: What is your favorite food? Please answer the my
1: favorite food. Okay, I love to eat first of all, and I love oh, where do you I eat
0: can- out from in Kampala?
1: Oh my gosh, everywhere! Like everywhere. I, I, it's, that's, I can't answer that because not only do I like to eat everywhere, I also like to find new places to eat. You know, like you know, I'm also that person if I really like a place, I'll keep going back, but I will always, always, always try to find new places to eat. There.
0: Are you always doing lot? fun dining?
1: Mm-hmm. I love to go out to eat and even. Like small, small places. I always say with food I'll try anything once. Mm. <laughs> and if I don't like it then I don't like it. But I'm always I'm usually always ready and willing to try something at least once. Just so I know
0: if I like it or not. Because how are you gonna know, right? I
1: didn't like the Ugandan Rolex. I like a Ugandan Rolex. I don't like when it has too many things in it. Like they be the added over cabbage. Or whether they put the cabbage in the chocolate, it's like you no, know, just make it like a
0: simple I don't, maybe because I don't really like eggs.
1: Really? Okay, I go through a phase with eggs, by the way. Like, sometimes eggs just be nasty. Yeah. Like, they have that weird smell sometimes. And it has, uh, yeah. And then randomly right it goes away, and then I'm eating eggs again. I don't know. But what I could eat every day, and I don't know if that constitutes as my favorite food because I like a lot of different food. Like, I love injera. I love Asian cuisine. I love Mexican cuisine. I love, but what I could eat every day yeah. is rice. Beans with plantain and avocado. I, would, I could eat like just without question.
0: Properly. Rice, beans, plantain, avocado.
1: Yeah, on a nice plate with some chili.
0: But it's, I don't think that's a dish you'll find on a random restaurant what menu. I mean,
1: this is Uganda. We eat rice and beans every day. Samka over on the side.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's my... That's And anywhere in East Africa, you're going to buy that. Actually, a lot of places in the world you go, you will find rice and beans. I love rice and beans. You can go to Mexico and eat all sorts of rice and beans. You can go to Asia and eat all sorts of rice and beans or other kinds of lentils. Do you know? Like, for me, that's a staple food.
0: <laughs> Could you rate your best fine dining restaurant? Oof, in Kampala?
1: I'm not
0: going I hear you.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm sure. mm-hmm.
1: Well, there's a few. It's a long okay. list. I'm not
0: gonna lie. I was, I was telling you this because we're opening a new fine dining restaurant.
1: Really? Where? What kind of
0: busy t- Uh, not sure what's okay. in the menu yet. It's an order no more. We already ran a couple of them.
1: Okay. The maze.
0: Have, have you eaten from the maze before? I have. But yeah, so we have another.
1: I have eaten from maze actually. I went there once.
0: Do you like that service?
1: It was good. Funny enough, the first time I went
0: there, of course I ran into Cynthia, she came by lunch as well, so. mm. oh, Okay. Oh my gosh, what's your favorite food? <sighs> I don't know I if like I have, like, a favorite food. food. Your favorite food? You don't know? I don't know if I have, like, a favorite food. But oh, I like rice.
1: What's your favorite cuisine, let's say, not, like, particular food, but, like...
0: I chicken and chicken. He's
1: about to start a restaurant,
0: I feel like. Yeah, I'm just not a foodie. I, I understand the business of restaurants. Okay. That's nice. I used to People work in a restaurant Yeah, you should. What are you doing there?
1: Um, so, in college, I was a barista. <clears> That's um, so why I love coffee so much. Well, I loved coffee before I became a barista. Were you
0: addicted barista? to coffee? Huh? Were you addicted?
1: I think I am addicted to coffee. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Do you know that that's the same addiction? Like that's drugs, what I was saying earlier. And...
1: That's what I was saying earlier. Like, Just make smart choices in your life. One of the smart choices I made with my life about my coffee addiction was I can't have a cup of coffee after midday. And I limit myself to no more than three is like a treat, like a very good day. You're just like, you know what? I have to have that extra latte because I have a long day and this is my third meeting in the same cafe. So I'm going to have another one. Um but yes, yeah, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, so I only I, I don't have more than two
0: cups before midday
1: before midday. Yeah.
0: So you can have ten cups of coffee before midday.
1: No, not more than two before oh, midday. Okay. Three is a treat, like
0: I said. How is the coffee addiction though? Like
1: so I don't know I just like
0: were you doing any weird things people claim people that are addicted to things do
1: no as, as someone who tends to have a lot of energy um and you get to a point where like energy is kind of expected out of you even when you don't have it um you just need a push <laughs> you just need a push but no I also it's not even really that I just like coffee like I genuinely love coffee. I love the smell of coffee. Um, as a barista, I like to make coffee. Mm-hmm. I like to go and see how other people are making coffee. I like to try new coffee recipes. I like to try different beans. Like, it's a whole culture. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, yeah.
0: Who is your celebrity the coffee crush?
1: Who's what?
0: Your celebrity crush.
1: Oh my God, there's so
0: many. But then you have to define like the whole crush thing. There's You're so dead. many.
1: Okay, there's which is ironic because I was going to say Laurie Harvey and Dempsey. No, but my celebrity crush will always be Rihanna. Always uh-huh. that
0: question.
1: When well, Beyonce too. I'm like the 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 chief of, of the Beehive in the East yeah.
0: Africa chapter. It's hard it's hard <laughs> to find like the chief.
1: <laughs> the I'm chief like also the a chief.
0: big fan of Rihanna. At the same time.
1: Yeah, but you see, like I said, I like them for different reasons. And I feel like, especially when it, in the industry, when it comes to women artists, we like to compare them. And like why, it's like comparing apples and oranges, right? Like they, their sound is, is different, their sound is different. Is it? Absolutely. And
0: they both singers?
1: They're singers, but they're not the same kind of singer. Like, Beyonce is a vocalist. Like, she's a vocal powerhouse. Rihanna is a singer, and her tone makes her so different. From anything you've ever heard before.
0: <laughs> I also thought she's a vocalist as well.
1: Huh? I don't know if I would call. As much as I love Rihanna, I don't know if I would call her a vocalist. Vocalists to me are like Beyonce, Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, like like vocal powerhouses. Like their vocals are just you know out of this world. I used to sing. I used to be a
0: Yeah, you you look
1: like. <laughs> I used to be, but that one's just gone now. Now I've I've overshadowed. Wait,
0: you stages. have music out there?
1: No, I grew up singing in the church choir. So I actually got baptized because they like brought up this rule one time that like if you know if you were in the church choir because I was always in the adult church choir. <laughs> I started the kids choir, and then very quickly they put me in the adults choir, but I was too young. I was the youngest. Um. So then they started this thing of, like, you have to be baptized to be part of the adult choir. So I honestly, at that time, Lord, I'm sorry, but at that time, really, I just, I got baptized just so I could stay to be in the choir. And then I I stayed. And then, of course, through acting in school, I did musicals. And, um, yeah, it was fun.
0: Okay. Let's conclude with your new project.
1: What's your favorite hobby? Hobby? Yes. Hobby, favorite hobby. Mm. Like, what do you do in your free time? <laughs> <laughs>
0: because you don't do anything every time, or you never have free time. Uh, yeah, I really never have free time, but I like to swim. So, I also smoke a lot of weed when I'm free,
1: okay. so
0: I feel like it's a hobby now. That's good. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite hobby?
1: Uh, it's funny that I asked what I like to do in my free time is sleep <laughs> what I like to do because yeah, also it's very rare to get that free time so what I like to do in my free time is um, sleep um, watch something Obviously, I watch movies I binge watch like on Sunday I binge watch the entire swarm in like wow. one night and I like <laughs> to binge watch TV sometimes I just be on TikTok or Twitter or you know like Social media, um, and sometimes when I'm on social media, even though I'm just, like, scrolling or whatever, it feels mindless, but somewhere in the back of my head, it, it kind of still feels like I'm consuming for work because I work in that industry. So, like, I have to know what's going on. I have to know the trends. I have to, but I enjoy it, so it doesn't feel like, you know. Yeah, that's, that's
0: interesting. If you're paid to get off social media, would you? Absolutely, how much would it take to it. get you off so social media? Much.
1: I love you guys so much. Thank you for following me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you hate it? What, what, what do you I hate honestly
1: it? would rather not be perceived. Like, if I could just go in and do my job and act and do, re- like, even MC or whatever, and it ends there, I would be so happy.
0: Ooh, don't you have a right to do that?
1: I mean, I do, but, you know, in the industry that we're in, especially in the day and age that we're in, like, you connect, again, social media is another way to connect Faster. To, to the people, right? You get direct connections to the people that that are tuned into you, that want to see you and want to see your life and what you're all about. And, and also, I would never want for... Um, people to see me as just this one thing, right? Like you just see me as a TV actor or a film actor or radio presenter and you don't see me as a person. Like you don't know who I am. So on my social media, I try to be like just very real with who I actually like am in real life. This is just me, Zion. So I feel like there's some value in showing that side. But if someone paid me not to have to, <laughs> or not, like it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. and People can be nasty online, you know? Like we have to like, I hate that the whole thing of like you know you have to have tough skin like you chose this industry. It's like just stop being assholes. We're people too, like you know. So I think for me that's a downside of social media, and it's also a lot of work. Like there's already so much we have to do. I have to edit a, a video, then I have to engage, then I have to. If I'm a brand ambassador, I love being a brand ambassador, <laughs> but like, I have to do posts a day. It's it's a whole other full time job. You know what I mean? Like for me, social media is a job. So and I get paid to do it. So if someone will pay me and I have to do it, that and I will have to do it, then you know that money would come for that other part of that money. It's just business.
0: <laughs> yeah. What does it take for a random to ask you out? A random? Yeah.
1: Like a random person?
0: Yeah, random person, like like that guy Kevin Martin.
1: To ask me out, like like to go out somewhere to eat or yeah. like to do what?
0: To ask you out, like. Not like you, like you're an I'm actor, right? you
1: told me not to talk to strangers or go out with strangers. Who telling you come get apples and candy for you?
0: By would check.
1: No, I feel like I would have to get to know you a little bit before I go anywhere with a complete stranger that I don't know. Like people are fucking weird, bro. <laughs>
0: okay. At least him. But if
1: you're already out, like, I like to meet new people. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I'm already out, you know, I like to meet new people. And sometimes I even end up, you know, just hanging out and vibing and showing people. Like, I like it. Interacting with people. But I'm not just going to, like, go out and meet you somewhere random. And I don't know.
0: Are you real with people? Because interacting with people seems to be your job also. So
1: No, not necessarily. I get the job to interact with people because I'm already interacting with people and I like it and I'm, I guess I'm good at it or whatever. So those come after. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like someone might see like, oh, you're, you're good with people. So then they give you something to do with people because you're good with people. You don't just get the job and all of a sudden you have to deal with people. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Actually, uh, speaking of which, you're both a host and MC, right? Yes. What's the difference?
1: MCing is... For so like an sort, event, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, What's the value both the people give?
1: MCing, then, so when you MC, it depends on the kind of event. So depending on the event, they might call it something different. So that's why sometimes people will say like host slash MC or MC slash because Depending yeah. on the event, they can't be one and the same. Yeah. Uh, but usually, typically, um, traditionally, I would say, MC would be more kind of like uh like uh more hype events or a party event where you, you know get the people going on and, on and, on. and then traditionally hosting would be more um kind of like following a program of sorts but the two can interchange they can be doing the same thing at the same time simultaneously. Do you know what I mean? So there I mean there's a slight difference but a lot of times one person or two people would be doing the same thing at the same time. If that makes sense, I could be wrong as well. I don't know at this one, honestly.
0: <laughs> do you pause between breaks to listen to Sanya? Because you and Ethan do the show at the same time.
1: So his show, I used to listen to his show a lot, obviously, before yeah. I got on radio. Um, it was one of my favorite shows on radio. Um, and then now that we're on the same time, of course, I can't, unfortunately. Um, but I do get to catch him on Saturdays sometimes. Because his show ends earlier than mine, funny enough.
0: So, so this one... Only one time I was listening to him. Yeah.
1: Sometimes on breaks I do, but you'll be surprised. Like, you can find we get Mm -hmm. on the same, that we'll be on the mic at the same time on air. And then when we're on a break, like a music break, then they're also on a music break. And I've tried to do that before, so I'm just like, I am not catching (laughs) news.
0: So, uh, yeah, now that I've thought about it, how do you differentiate your personal opinion about stuff to then what you broadcast to people?
1: Um, Like, say you
0: like a song, right? Say you like um, say you don't like a song actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say you don't like there's this popular song Chai Wenjai. Do you know about it?
1: Maybe I've heard it
0: before. Let me play it for you. Okay. How can you not know that song? You <coughs> know, I don't really
1: speak on this, so like maybe I've heard it. <laughs> but I might not know
0: what it's called. But if you play it, I'll let you know. uh yeah, let me play it for you. Let's see... No... It's
1: like a, I'm
0: this, is, yeah. this is... This is a... Yeah. <laughs> So you actually only play urban music on you. What? You only play urban music on YouTube? No. I'm good. So I'm this song is music. trending number five on YouTube. You should know. So a song like this. Right. Give me a local song, you know.
1: Oh my gosh, my favorite local song right? Like, okay, what do you mean by local? Like you I an
0: fa- artist. Lo- yeah, local artist.
1: My favorite song right now that is still holding me on my chokehold is Nana and My Guy, Joshua Baraka and oh, Fisher Trio. Fisher Like right now, oh, it' a choke. <laughs> Those are my top two songs. In
0: the Which ones don't you like? Give me a song you don't like. This is a podcast. This is not radio. Yeah, no
1: mm-hmm. even on radio. I will let you know. Like, mm-hmm. but that's another thing. Like. Remember when we were talking about truth? Like yeah. we keep it real. We say the truth. You know, like you can you can be honest and truthful without being disrespectful and rude and being a dick. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, what song don't I like?
0: But you know, you can get lost while you're speaking on radio and you become a dick.
1: No, you don't get lost and become a dick. Like if you're a dick,
0: you're just a dick. <laughs> no man, like you could say you could call this song fake because you've not listen to it before and mm-hmm. that would make you a dick? No,
1: that would just be my opinion. It's one thing if I sit there and I start bashing the song and I start bashing the artist and say, he ain't shit anyway and da da Like, no one is doing all that. If you're doing all that, that's because you want to say that. Not because you... The truth of you just came out. <laughs> and so if you can't control yourself on a platform with a mic... Yeah. Again, like I said, baby, that's on you. Okay. As a grown-up, you should be able to... Say you know, say what you want to say and be honest and be truthful, but be respectful. Watch your mouth.
0: <laughs> so if you find the bashing disrespectful, do you th- did you watch Chris Rock's selective outrage?
1: I did. I didn't like it. I thought it was a load of crap. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just like the situation he's just like dragging it, like it's okay No, but he has
0: waited a year to to like release. It.
1: Yeah, yeah, you waited a year, like nigga, we've moved on. Like <laughs> Do you know how quickly the internet moves on? Like, we have actually moved on to other things. You know, so I think, like, he was just kind of dragging it a bit. I think it was... To be honest, I actually don't even think it was that funny. Like...
0: Like, he was. Like, he was telling the story from, like, start to finish. He had to nah, bring in Jay-Z... A lot of
1: comedians now... And listen, rightfully so, they've earned it. They've earned the right to get up there on that stage and say whatever they want on the mic. But a lot of these big comedians, they're not doing sets anymore. They're not... You know, they're not planning their show. They're not telling actual jokes with a punchline. They're just getting punched on stage. Like we're talking shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you kidding, Chris Rock? I have just
1: <laughs> And I really not. And I love Chris Rock. I've loved him so much for so many years, and that's what I'm saying. When you look at his old videos, these niggas were telling actual jokes. You know, telling actual stories of real, you know, jokes, and it was funny. Now you're just going on stage to bash someone because you got soccer punched on stage, my nigga.
0: Nah, bro. There's so much sex in the jokes, though. these days.
1: Anyway, to be, I everyone. just think I think a lot of his other, you know, specials Stuff is or other sets were were, were, were fucking
0: more better. Yeah. Like okay. personally, liked it. Maybe oh, not the Will like Smith part. The, the storytelling. Like, mm-hmm. He really did the selective outfit so well. Mm-hmm. To uh I oh, was specifically they...
1: talking about the Woodsmith world, the part. That's segment. Like, yeah.
0: no, I, that's I was talking about, about the whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. The whole thing was connecting. Like, Yes, mm-hmm. that was funny enough, it happened to him. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like something also people are waiting out for. Mm-hmm. So he had to put it to like the extreme end. But the whole thing was really funny. I was talking about uh, the time, I was talking about Beyonce and Jay Z, the relationship mm-hmm. and how it's perceived. Talking about who else? I'm talking about Kim and Kanye in there. I don't like the that he was calling Kanye crazy. Do you think Kanye's crazy?
1: I think we're all crazy, child. I think everybody's just a little bit crazy. And um, we all deal with our crazy differently. And that's why everybody needs a little bit of help every once in a while.
0: So you go to the therapy?
1: That's why we all go to therapy. We all should go to therapy. I don't like the term crazy. I think everybody's a little aloof. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's brain works the same way. Nobody, you know, people deal with things differently. People deal with grief differently. People deal with money differently. People deal with fame differently. People deal with barely existing differently. Waking up in the morning and you just don't want to wake up in the morning. Some people deal with that differently. There are those who wake up and they're like, ah, open the curtains, it's a great day. And then those who wake up and literally are struggling to breathe. <laughs> so, no, don't call nobody crazy. We all are a little crazy. We all, there's no such thing as normal. What's normal? What's the standard?
0: Getting married at twenty four.
1: And why is that? I used to
0: grow up thinking that was the standard. And
1: that's a lot of bullshit. Until I
0: got twenty four and it was a lot of bullshit. Do you believe in marriage? I
1: believe in love.
0: Love is unreal though. Love is not real? Yeah. That's a shame. Love is like happiness, right? Very unreal. You don't feelings. believe in love? I believe it's unreal. Do you feel
1: like, like you you it has to, to end, right? Child? Yeah. Do you feel your parents
0: loved you? Yeah, man. Like to the standard so, so they did. but you
1: don't believe in love.
0: Uh, they it's could have what? done better.
1: <laughs> do you have siblings? Yeah. Do you love your family? Yeah. But you don't believe in love. Yeah. So what? So what is this love you have for
0: them? I'll do something for them, but but that's not what I I define as love.
1: So what? You, so you just don't
0: believe in love. So I feel you it's do unreal something
1: for them because what
0: Just I'll because give my experience? life for for will I though die I? I mean yeah fine those fuckers were born with me but really mm-hmm. to each his own right yeah really
1: now I want to know so what do you think drives that the need to feel you can die for them or do whatever for them what do you think drives that madness
0: <laughs> society constructs of growing up thinking mm-hmm. we are related and we have to That's believe true. it yeah. And
1: you know that people were related that don't give a fuck about their other
0: relations. So many of those.
1: Blood is nothing.
0: Yeah, but maybe because also, uh, we've all suffered with love. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. So that's why I believe it's only. Like I feel it's like it's happiness. happiness. It's a it's moment happened. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a moment thing. You you can feel love, mm-hmm. in that moment, but. You can't live through, you, can't, you just can't Do you believe live. in happiness? No. No. Yeah. Do you
1: believe in joy, sadness, nothing? I believe, it, I believe in
0: suffering because it's a constant. Like, you just can't stop. It's something you live through until you die. You're suffering yeah. over yes. Yeah, but so. are you
1: suffering every second of every minute of every day of your however old you've been?
0: No, that's... Uh, so it
1: comes and it goes? Yeah. But you still believe in it? So just because I'm not feeling love right now doesn't mean it don't exist. Like what?
0: <laughs> I don't look forward to it.
1: That's okay, but that doesn't mean it doesn't exist.
0: What's love to you? God. You're so smart.
1: <laughs> <what> I'm <laughs> Do you? Of course, you said you're not sure if you believe in God, so maybe that's why I don't know. I I literally have the word love tattooed on me. This means this is a hava in. Ancient Hebrew and it means love. There's nothing I believe more. So for me, that's incredibly sad that you don't believe in love, just because you're thinking of this fleeting emotion. It's much bigger than that.
0: I think it's not. Like, maybe because I've loved and.
1: No, you've probably liked. No, I've liked someone. You've loved someone. Loved and you someone. You have... Okay, so you've... so how can you have loved someone and then not believe in love? I
0: used to believe in love.
1: Just because it didn't go right doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It Jesus doesn't. literally died for us out of love. How literally do you believe died. in Jesus? And it ended terribly.
0: Don't use the Bible. It
1: ended terribly. But guess what? The love was still there. And out of it, yeah, we got saved. So, out of it, didn't you grow and learn? Out of your, your heartbreak? <sighs> There's something wrong with men. Eh? Men.
0: What's wrong with that? What,
1: what happened when you go? How old were you? How old are you now? I'm 28. You're 28. Yeah. How old were you when you had that heartbreak that somehow crushed your belief in love?
0: 22. You
1: see, men can... 20, you're a child.
0: <laughs> yeah, that—that's all I needed. I life.
1: know you people are. I'm so also a very mad. good
0: observer of my experiences. Yes, like, I define my life from, from the things that. Like, no,
1: a man yeah. can can be mad at women from a heartbreak he had from 16, like.
0: Because you know, that's the only time it made sense, right?
1: No, I just feel like. That's part of life, okay? Like I said, there's good, there's bad, there's heartbreak. If you've never felt heartbreak, then you ain't never going to feel the good. Have you
0: been heartbroken before?
1: Yes, I have. I've been heartbroken all the time. With my yeah, but that's days, the thing. I Me, I've been heartbroken, heartbroken once. Because I love my plant and I took care of it.
0: Me, I've been heartbroken once.
1: I've been heartbroken a lot of times. I've and been- guess what? I will continue. <laughs> because... Just because things don't end how you anticipate them to, doesn't mean that that experience meant nothing or had no value to it. Like we are here to just experience life and love, like just love and be loved, and that's the end of it. However, it ends, that's part of life. That's part of like you stand up because you're weak in the knees.
0: <laughs> what do you think about the sex scene of Damson and, and Chloe? I
1: thought it was a great marketing strategy because I binge watched that show <laughs> in one day. For no, I think it was a great scene. Yeah, uh, it was a very intense scene, especially because it was one, it was one of the opening scenes of um, of the entire show, um, and the connection that happens when you get to meet that character, uh, Adre- Andre Dre. When you get to meet Dre, you see that look in her eyes in that scene. It's mm-hmm. not for me, it wasn't even about necessarily the sex. It was that's when you get to see Dre and look at your eyes, and you see like, ah, this character is not Kawa. Like something's wrong here. Because shit's about to go down. And that's how you open a motherfucking show.
0: I felt I, I saw a lot of comments on the internet of people mm. claiming Chloe was exploited. Do you also believe the same?
1: I think she was she was an executive producer on that show, so
0: How do you feel about Chloe and Haley though? I love them. I've
1: been watching them since they was kids. I've been following them since they were making YouTube videos. I was watching them when, when they did that film when um Going to that film with uh, Beyonce and Spide yeah. Temptations. Come on now. I love them. I love them. I feel like I've watched them grow. And yeah, man, if this ever gets to their ears, shout out
0: to them. So they also do a lot of shoots, the pictures and the posting online, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was watching this porn documentary uh-huh. of how much porn... No, 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 no. On how porn is marketed. Yeah. Yeah? By doing such collabs with artists. Kanye's, the Mm -hmm. Chloe's. And this is depicted in that. You see, you see that the types of shoots they they try to Mm -hmm. make are almost like the categories of the porn styles you go out and watch. Mm -hmm. Do you you believe porn is a bad thing? Like I said, I believe too much of everything is a bad thing. But if you
1: want to, you know. Get a little help and assistance to do what you gotta do.
0: No, no, no. Mm. You don't need assistance sometimes when you're just watching sex scenes.
1: Yeah, it can, maybe if you're entertained by that, you know. But if it's hindering your life again, like an addiction, like what, it's getting away with your sex life, your relationships, your jobs. Yes, seeing. I don't watch it, watch it like on a daily but I actually really love raunchy shows. Like, sex life, like, that's my jam. On Netflix, like... I, I, like intimate. Is, so I like it It's so weird. But
0: those guys intimate. were so fake.
1: I actually, if I do watch porn, trust me, it's for the storyline.
0: Yeah. I
1: hate porn without a storyline. I actually want a story. It's like I'm watching a movie. Okay. <laughs> there's no storyline. So you see, people watch things for different things. People get entertainment for different reasons, right? Um, and again, you also have to ask yourself, if it's bad, but it's, it's it's a multi-billion dollar industry, Like there's a market for it for a reason. Do you know what i mean you wouldn't sell something that people didn't want or didn't like your business would be shut down so let's not blame the industry yeah, yeah? let's if we have a problem with it look at the consumers <laughs> they're the ones who are consuming it and they're the ones who are demanding it and at the end of the day you know we're just going you know, to give the people what they want
0: it's raining so heavy
1: oh hell fuck
0: me it's going to rain, though. so
1: i'm so bad
0: you're going to you gonna... be crazy Who is in our gym? Cololo. No, traffic's gonna be crazy if I
1: take an Uber. Oh, well. Yeah, so we should probably wrap
0: it up. What's with you guys and the cakes?
1: Do you like porn? Or do you not like porn?
0: I don't like fun. I also. feel like you have
1: a problem with enjoyment in life.
0: I like porn. No, 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 no. No, the question was I feel about like the you but, but no, it's about <laughs> it's like about what just we're being sold. To have a
1: good time. Like, it's about, you, have a good time.
0: It's about what we consume really.
1: uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm addicted to porn because I see all the celebrity, female celebrities take pictures that are almost mm-hmm. like pornography.
1: That's not pornography. That's just like Is that
0: problem? Um, like is that youth? Okay. Whatever it is, man. Like
1: it might be risque, but it's not porn. Like what are you talking? It's not porn. There's a reason why porn is porn and porn is not other things are not porn.
0: Anything that can arouse you is porn, right? I don't think so. I don't
1: think that's I think true. So. Because there's some people who get aroused by cars. Okay? That's Some car people part. are like, look at that Lamborghini, my dick card. Like you can't, you can't get <laughs> off
0: some like
1: people get excited about different things, you know? Like, people can eat food and be like, damn, I just orgasm. That project looks good. Like, be serious. So that's porn now.
0: <laughs>
1: Would they probably add food or sexy cars to a porn um, scene or a porn film? Probably. Because it mm. excites some people. You know. But that's... Be serious. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, no. I'm, I'm not against the enjoyment. People should do whatever they want to do. Mm. I just feel like these. We don't have so many options on what to consume
1: anymore. You know, cuz the think industry leaders is... like if you want to go watch Coco Melon, you have access to that. <laughs> there is so much you can consume like do you know how much entertainment is out there? Whatever like, you and you end up consuming is because you want to. Yeah. However your algorithm is set up is cuz that's what you're engaging with. But out there in the world there is so much out there that you can consume. No, no, no. no. So much. The algorithm
0: so is designed mm-hmm. to make money from me.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. yes. Yeah. But they're going to make money off of you based off of what what you're interested in. They don't make it up.
0: They, they, they make up what... They force me to get interested in stuff.
1: Tell me something you want to watch right now. I can pull it up on my phone. Anything. You can even sit there. There are people who sit there on YouTube and watch other people. I will never understand this in my life. Watch other people playing video games on YouTube. What?
0: Video games are fun.
1: So play them. Like, why are you watching another nigga play the video? <laughs> like, I will never understand that. And so people say, okay, it's to learn, you know, unlock new strategies, whatever, you know, that. But again, it's about what you want to consume. If you want to consume the, the word of God from sun up to sun down, you can do that. Imagine you can and you will not run out of content or entertainment to consume. You understand? Like, we choose what we consume, do. and don't blame the people out there for making their money, for being entertainers, and 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 finding their market, which you're a part of, but you kind of don't want to be a part of. Like the door right there, you can exit YouTube and open another app and do. It. Do you know what I mean? Like you are in control at the end of the day.
0: How many years have you been on Earth?
1: I am 29. What? Yeah, I should make a guess. I always make people guess, and I forgot. How old did you think I was? Oh my god, like 25. Wow, that's
0: i that okay. I still feel like I'm 23 sometimes. Yeah, you have the energy <laughs> <laughs> that's so like, like true. I feel like I'm going to be stuck between 23 and 25. Like, I
1: feel like.
0: What have you made sense of in the 29 years of your life? What have
1: I made sense of? Uh, Love. <laughs> There's one thing I feel I've understood. And and not understood in that way, but, like, I don't have to understand it. It's just there. And you can be it if you want. It's that. You don't have to understand all of it. Like, it's just know that it's good. It's good for you. It's good for others. And that's all you need to know. And I feel like I've understood that very, very well. And that, for me, is, like...
0: So you're a big fan of of public display of affection, right? I
1: am just... A big fan of freedom, like if that's if that's your jam, that's you your jam. Up. You know? Yeah, if that's how you want to express love, then do that. <laughs> if that's not your way of expressing love, if you don't like to hold hands in public, if that's not your way of expressing love, then then do that. Be free, be comfortable. And no one should make you feel like you should do anything
0: else. What are your love languages?
1: All of the above. Why should I pick one?
0: Because people like
1: no, I think my top one is um. So there is like, okay, how I like to receive them or how I like. How are
0: you lab? like? Both.
1: Um, I'm very much like a caregiver. I think so. I'm like physical touch, caregiving, like you know, like feeling like I'm going to take care of the other person, which I also like for me to be care of. But I also like to give gifts, and so I like. I feel like I like to give gifts more than I like to receive them. Um, but also on top of that of course that would then include quality time like if, if I want to be close to you that means quality time is in there as well you know, so I feel like there's a mix of all of that there's a mix of all of that and somehow there has to be because how you receive love and how you give love is also different from how the other person receives love and gives love so at the end of the day we kind of have to dance around each other and see which one weighs more for the other person and that. So the more you give, the more you receive. It's a reciprocation. Hopefully. And if you're giving it, yeah. if you're giving love, and you ain't getting it
0: back, baby, you better get the hell out of
1: there. <laughs> do you have any question?
0: <clears throat> um, yes, I do. No, you can't trust from that. What is your greatest
1: achievement so far? My what is your greatest achievement?
0: achievement? My child. Your child, yeah. Because I only had them with someone I really liked so much. Mm-hmm. That's a good. One.
1: Yeah. What do you think is um your biggest character flex
0: and your biggest character flaw? Ah, character flex. Mm-hmm. I talk to myself, I'm my own mm-hmm. consultant. I'm so full of myself though. That's
1: good.
0: Yeah. Uh, much as pride is something that can take you to a damper, mm-hmm. It also helps me so much. Mm. Yeah. So my pride is like my world. Right. Yeah. Uh character flow. But also like like really my pride just it's I'm not like a ego
1: centric mm-hmm. kind of person. Yeah.
0: It's just that I know my boundaries. I, I know my my past. Mm-hmm. And I let that define. Mm-hmm. My next move, Character Flow. Again, my pride.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. The good and the bad of the same coin, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Okay.
0: What's your character flow?
1: Ice, bro. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I should probably give more fucks but that's you look like
0: someone who gives more fucks
1: that's the thing i care a lot i don't know how to explain it. yeah because i care a lot but i don't give a fuck does that make sense i'm gonna have to figure out a way to explain that better because i genuinely care a lot and i feel like that's also my character flex like i care a lot about people i care a lot about my friends about myself about you know i believe you by the way i'm very
0: concerned even for this podcast like you keep calling even
1: after <laughs> yeah like because i don't wanna you know like I, I i care a lot in that sense but at the same time for my own peace of mind i also have to not give a fuck because i can't care for so much it can be almost like overwhelming you know um and that's also part of my character that's like i don't give up like i will keep if, if it's still in me i will keep doing it but at the same time, I don't give a fuck where I just get distracted easily. Like, I, I lose interest easily. I get bored too easily. Yeah. So if it doesn't interest me anymore, I'll just be like, peace out. Like, if it's not serving me bad, you know. But if it is, and I feel like I genuinely care about this thing, like, I will go hard for it. So, again, I don't know how would say <laughs> I hope that was okay.
0: Do you... What... How do you define your happiness?
1: My happiness.
0: By caring for people. Um, does that give you like joy? It does bring me
1: joy. Yeah, I think it makes me feel happy. You know, because the people I care for, I'm blessed mm-hmm. to have people that care for me back. So, yeah, there's 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 a a joy and a warmth and safety in that. Um, yeah. Okay. So usually, what's your wildest
0: dream? Wildest dream?
1: Yeah. That's what.
0: Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be the last. I like your questions. <laughs> Wildest dream? Yeah. Wow, very weird. I don't know, like having sex with like ten models.
1: Okay. Like a diverse group of models, or like
0: yeah, diverse group of models. Okay. Just walk into a room with models. Inside. Like how many to
1: be exact? Ten. Ten you said.
0: Oh yeah, you ten. said ten. ten. Why ten? Ten is a weird number, man. Like how? I mean, you... it's like
1: it's like very specific.
0: <laughs> how would you? Not like... at least you
1: didn't say like it's if you a... had said seven, I would have been like you have a whole night planned out. Like you know you have an agenda, <laughs> like you have a program. But ten, okay.
0: Because I lift like the, the working out,
1: mm-hmm. we going like
0: ten tens the push ups, am mm-hmm. so like yeah. Okay. Do like one through all and what's your wildest dream?
1: Um, I think I'm kind of living my wildest dream. Like, I feel like I'm the most comfortable with myself I've ever been. I'm living my dream life. Like, I've wanted. I've been acting since I was three. I'm a professional wow. actor. You know, like I've been wanting to be a presenter. I'm doing that. Like, I studied communications. I'm a communication strategist. <laughs> oh my um,
0: goodness!
1: No. I'm, I'm the freest I've ever been. I'm independent. I'm just being the bad bitch that I was meant to be. I don't
0: really, like, dream. I also don't make, like, goals for my life. like No, and by
1: the way, those were not goals that were, mm-hmm. like, set for me to achieve them. Like, God is just that good. <laughs> He's just
0: that God. Well, that's not wild, that was, right? Like... like, I feel like no, anything that's like, achievable. dreams.
1: Like, there were dreams. I didn't think that I, was, I wasn't working towards them in any way other than being a communication challenge. Obviously, I am conscious of that. and all that. but, you know, like... It's, it's the wildest dream. It's like my dream from childhood. Cause now I
0: feel like my boss will fire me. Cause when they listen to this, and they're like, oh no, you don't have any like straight ambitions. Oh no, that's whatnot. your
1: dream. It's okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a nightmare to me, but you know, dreams are nightmares, let's go.
0: <laughs> do you dream? Like, do you sleep on dream?
1: I do. I actually have very, very vivid dreams. And crazy enough, a lot of the things that I dream about come true. Like not no cap, no cap, like.
0: Yeah. Like, give me an example of something you've dreamt about. Dreamt
1: I honestly about. don't even know how to explain it. Like, it can, sometimes it can be something that's, like, very specific and, like, deep and intense. Or sometimes it can just be, like, very random. Like, I would dream, like, a friend and I would sit there eating ice cream and having a particular conversation. And then, like, a week later, that is exactly what would happen and we were not planning it. And I would just be sitting there and be like, oh, fuck, I had a dream about this. And it's exactly how it looked. Like, And it's not deja vu. Yeah. It's, like, an
0: actual dream. I feel like I've, I've experienced that.
1: I, it happens to me all the time. So sometimes when I have a dream that is very, very specific, like, I write it down because then you don't want to forget. So I actually have, like, a love of some of my dreams. Do
0: you feel like sometimes your God speaks to you in your dreams?
1: I think so. I think God speaks to us in Washington, a way we we need to listen.
0: Because I know someone that can make you dream something.
1: Mm-hmm. I think there's also a lot of scientific side to mm-hmm. dreams as well, like... I believe in a balance of, like, I think that, like, the faith or the existence of God, like, science is just a tool we use to explain life and God, and so I think there's a science and a pseudoscience to dreams as well, but I don't, like, if someone talks to you about a lot of things, you're probably going to end up dreaming about it, that's just, like, how the brain works scientifically, right? So it's not necessarily like someone made you dream of something, I don't really believe that, but... Our minds are very powerful. So, yeah. Either you take control of them or someone else can take control of your mind.
0: What's some of your weirdest sex fantasies?
1: I would not mind having sex on top of the Eiffel Tower. I think that would be... That'd be so cliche in such a brilliant way. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Have you ever had sex in a cinema? No. Kids, oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting.
1: I actually like to go to the cinema myself.
0: Because you're hired. There's like
1: a group of, there's like a very, there's a like small handful, like a handful of people I like to go to the movies with. And if I can't, go, like, if I can't go, actually, that's a way to determine as well if I'm gonna date someone. If I go to the movies with you and it's not working out, nah, that's it. Like, we can't, we cannot. Like, you have to be into movies as much as that. You have to either like be engaged or be quiet or know when to react or like, like, yeah. <laughs> So if you're not into, like, if you're just there, just to, like, we could have just stayed home and watched whatever we're watching, right? But, like, going to the cinema is, like, a, an experience for
0: me. Oh, interesting. Because, you know, we, we, we have this thing where we go for, like, movie night with almost all the guys inside, here, yeah? And they sleep off. So none of them stand those chance. I would them
1: never anywhere ever again. In fact, they would all be fired. Fired <laughs> from the movie night.
0: I'm
1: mad. Like, no. I can be a dictator. I'd be like, no. No more nights so be nice because
0: you're wasting my time. You, you yeah? Yeah. What sort of legacy are you leaving behind? Uh, Do you want to leave behind?
1: I don't know if I...
0: Do you also I feel there. like you've lived enough? No, I
1: don't think we ever get to live enough. Even Do you, if you ever we get... die by 100, I don't think we get
0: to live enough. There's so much life. Are you scared of, of your age right now? Like, look... No. Uh, so, I feel like a big part of my life was... At what I would consider the peak, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to get done. Like 22, 21, 23. mm -hmm. Then, yeah, of course life is very unpredictable, right? It doesn't have instructions. So I feel like much as I'm ambitious, right? Mm -hmm. Like I know I can achieve everything else. But I feel like I can't leave that person again. Ever, and that was like my best person, regardless of what happens. Look, like I don't know, I don't know how it feel if I woke up one day and I'm smoking with weed, weed, like Lil Wayne, but that's probably like something I fantasize so much about, and that would be such a cool thing to achieve. Like, yeah, it would be like some guy going to space, mm-hmm. but I still don't believe it will give me the type of feeling I lived with
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the time. Do you ever feel the same as well? Like, I mean, maybe yeah, time us
1: you grow and like the things that appease to you or appeal to you change or they morph or they get bigger or they shrink or you know whatever so we're never gonna be the same. Here's one thing I learned. You know when you like when you're a kid and you're about to go into like middle school and like these are gonna be the best years of your life and, you school, and, like, be the your life. and then you go to high school and like these are gonna be the best year of your life and then yeah. you go to college and, like these are gonna be the best of your life. like every era is supposed to be the best. And guess what? They're not lying. (laughs) It can be the best, but it doesn't mean it will be the same as the next one. The other one can also be great in its own way. So you just need to learn to go with the flow and just know that this is a different era of my life. Like I never used to think I'd be one of those people because a lot of people think I'm so young. Like some people think I'm 18. Recently I got someone said, even like I'm giving you 18 or 19 because I know you, but like nah, bro. So I never thought I would be, like, freaking out about, like, I'm almost 30 in three months. I turned 30. And as a 90s baby, you never feel You're like, hey. Right? I yeah, know like, you've yeah. seen those videos. They're like, <laughs> 90s baby. When 30s, I'm like, hi. Yeah, man, yeah. man, let me tell you. I would be like, yes, you know, it's whatever. But as uh, the closer I'm inching to it, it's not that I'm getting scared or fearful or anything like that. Yeah. But I can actively start to see. At 28, as a woman, I started to actively see change. And, and I was like, oh oh, this is some real shit. Like, you are definitely reaching another phase of your life, even physically, do you know what I mean? So
0: hey, That, that doesn't to apply that. to men, right? Huh? That doesn't apply to men. Oh,
1: because... no, of course it does. What do you mean? The other day I was going up the stairs, I felt like my knee was about to pop out. Like, from going up the stairs, like, I used to dance for six hours all however long. Do you know, like, you just feel your body getting tired. And for me, as someone who still feels that energy of when I was so young, in my head I'm thinking well, I have this energy when I'm 35, like, for what the fuck, you know? So definitely those thoughts are going through my mind, but I'm trying to just embrace them as a way of being curious and a way of going to explore this new part of who you are and the bodies that we're so blessed to carry. Move That's it, Sam. Um, yeah. But I don't know, fear, I try to live a...
0: How do you handle fear? Huh? How do you handle fear? I As an fear is of
1: the devil. <laughs> fear is, a, is nothing but evil. So if I ever feel fearful of something, then you just have to ask yourself, like, why? Why are you fearful? Like, what are you scared of? And figure out a way to overcome that fear. For me, like, if, especially if I want to do something in my life, like, if it's an opportunity or anything like that, and I'm trying to wonder, like, should I do this? Should I take this next step? Like, is it too risky? If I realize the only reason I don't want to do something is because I'm fearful. Yo, if anything, that would be the reason why I do it. I'd be like, you know what? You're doing this. You're not doing this because you're being fearful. So if anything, that gives you more reason to do it because there's something that you're scared of. And what is it? Attack it. And actually, that's a lot. That's what motivates me. Well, that's how I became an actor. That's how I did everything. Like if I'm too, I was too scared. Like I'm not gonna be able to do it. It's like you're actually too scared for a reason. So get over it. Stand up. <laughs> What's
0: the one thing you have to do before you die?
1: I would like to make sure I have an opportunity to pray to God to forgive me
0: for All Habib.
1: All of them. We are fa- we are flawed as humans. God just. I, I would like that opportunity before I die. I'm begging God, please don't let me just die for. Like give me cause some time. Eh? I have time to repent and just make sure that we. have you, know, we include, we you want to go things.
0: to heaven. You believe heaven is real.
1: I believe, um, I believe that there's no end. So whatever is next, I want it to be good. <laughs> and if that means and goodness comes from God. I want it to be good and I want it to be filled with love. So whatever I got to do, if I ask for forgiveness make sure God let me end up in a good place where there's goodness and love and your goodness and your love. That's it for me. That's enough.
0: I don't care about none of that shit it else. Like no. It's such a vibe. This is like <laughs> the best podcast I've had.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Finally.
0: Ah. Thank you for coming. I
1: thought you were gonna give up on me. No, I can't. Thank you for not. It was such a great. It was. It was a, it was a great show.
0: You should come back sometime.
1: Whenever when we, you have me yeah. Sometime. When you have
0: something. Okay. Yeah.